Hello friends, Paulie here. We recorded the following episode a little while ago, but prior to our planned release on Christmas Day, Sunday, December 25th, Amy, Dean, and I learned of the untimely passing of one of Disney Twitter's own. During the night before Christmas Eve, Alan, Norman Bates, suffered a massive heart attack. Alan was a member of the Enchanted Tiki Talk podcast, passed away suddenly at age 34. A GoFundMe site was set up for his Disney family to support his family in this time of grief. Please see my profile, at YoPaulieNJ, on Twitter for details for this GoFundMe. It's my pinned tweet. Alan was 34 and had just become a father. For his daughter Grace, this is her first Christmas. It's the least we can do to help support the family of the man that we all loved. Alan, you were the good stuff. Now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. I have to make already more corn, uh, corn, wheat, and rice checks mix. Because my daughter has eaten it all. <laughs> She can have my share. You don't like Chex Mix? Never been a fan. Oh, Amy? Uh, I've never I've never had homemade Chex Mix. What? All right. You are not missing anything. Uh, well, since you've never had it and Dean doesn't like it, maybe I'll welcome some of you to enjoy some of my homemade, delicious, salty goodness with butter Chex Mix. Hi. Welcome in. Welcome, friends. Merry Christmas, if you partake. Yes. And welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. With us is Amy. Merry Christmas, Amy. Merry Christmas to you, Polly. Merry Christmas to you, Dean. And Merry Dean. Christmas to all of our listeners near Across and far. the globe. Across the globe, worldwide. That's awesome. I'll piggyback on all of your Merry Christmases with a happy Boxing Day coming, yep. a happy belated Festivus, happy yep. Hanukkah, yep. and uh, soon to be happy New Year's Eve, where I will still not have checks. <sighs> I should just send you some. Isn't there like a version of that where you dip it in chocolate? It's like moose tracks or something. Uh, that sounds better. There are muddy buddies. Muddy buddies. Yes, yes that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that, that I like. It's, it, I've had those before. That, but that's like dessert. You can't have that while you're watching a football game. I probably could. Well, you probably could. <laughs> I had goober. I had goobers during Rogue One. Does that count? <laughs> it does goobers not raisinets? No, I went with the goobers. Mm, interesting. Chocolate and peanut goodness. Amy, do you have a favorite movie food? I used to love getting uh, hot tamales candy. Yes! Hot tamales candy and also um, Reese's Pieces, M&M's, that kind of stuff. But yeah, the hot tamales candy was number one on my list. I knew you were my favorite. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, quick uh, Rogue One getting your candy story. So, my we went with my nephews, and the older of them is, is now 14, and he was going to get the enormous tub of popcorn. Hey, I, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess you have to sign up for some sort of club to get the free refills. Oh, you went to an AMC. We did, <laughs> and so I'm not sure why you need a refill on a popcorn that large, uh, but I didn't know about the whole club thing, so I see him over getting the popcorn, and you know he's giggling and laughing, and, and there's a girl behind the counter, and I'm thinking, hey, my nephew's got some game. But no, she was just duping him into signing up to the club. <laughs> so. 
Hey, that close. Did enjoy the movie. He did come away without a date. Hey, well, wait a minute though. Is a phone number involved with that club? Sign uh, up. He definitely he definitely gave his. I can say that. Oh, see, he might have more yeah. game than you think he's got if he gave a phone number. Could be. Oh. Well, speaking of things that have game, how about Hollywood Studios? Nice segue. That's a park, <laughs> that is a park in need of some game upgrade. However, <sighs> as we're marching down our path of best attraction by age, as the park currently stands, I have before you 16 legitimate attractions at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I already, I already have my flags prepared to throw <laughs> on these. I'm already prepared. There are not 16 attractions in this park, sir. I'm ready to protest each and every one that you throw my way that's going to be, like, not real. Come on. So I, I thought, given that there are 16, it might make sense just to pair them off and uh, do this basically like NCAA tournament style. Oh, that's sweet. So uh, if you are okay with that approach, then I think we will just... Uh, Assign some seeds here real quick. Wait a minute. Did you just say that's sweet and there are 16 attractions? Yes, I did. Oh. You like how he does that? Oh, that was smooth. Part of the fun for me is just throwing in stupid comments like that to see if anybody catches them. Oh. You, my sir, are a smooth criminal. <laughs> nice. Benny, are you okay? Are you okay, Amy? Amy, are you okay? Are you okay? You've been hit by. <laughs> you've been struck by. <laughs> a smooth criminal. <laughs> the I Empire. apologize. I apologize to all of our listeners. Especially those cold, in Australia. <laughs> yeah, because I I have a cold and I'm sorry about my voice if it you sound sounds great. really bad. Okay, good. I, I'm really self conscious about it right now, so No, you sound you sound fine. Okay, great. Yay. I, I hope you are feeling better, though. Um, I still am feeling under the weather, but that's okay. That's okay. No. I'm, here, I'm here with you. I'm here with our listeners. My mood is good. Yes. So that is all nice. that matters. All right, so let's hop in. I think we'll start with our under heights. 16, come on. 16 legitimate Disney Hollywood Studio attractions. Dean. I did not include restaurants, bars, meet and greets. Uh, Test or seats any of the for the sci-fi dine-in. Oh, Test my seat gosh. For the sci-fi dine-in. The speeder bike over by. <laughs> Sadly, number 17 on my list. <laughs> Photo pass photographers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the rope for the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dean, come on. <laughs> All right. So you, you may find, you know, this, I, th I find just previewing this a little, this park to me seems a little bit more like we might have some real disparage between the age groups. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Um, so let, let's just jump right in. Okay. So we're again talking about the under heights. We define them to sort of be our under eight category. And our first pairing, Toy Story Midway Mania or Beauty and the Beast live on stage? Ladies first. I'm going to say Toy Story Midway Mania. I'm going to agree. 
Anytime, anytime a kid can defeat their parents in any type of competition, they are ready at any age. So I say Toy Story Midway Mania. My only challenge on that, and you know, the two of you have already agreed, so I'm thinking Toy Story is going to move on unless I can sway you, mm. uh, is the height requirement. Yeah, what is that height requirement? And so as we're talking about you know, these underage folk... Um, I'm trying to recall. It's like 32 inches. Yeah, I think it's on the lower side, so I think we may yeah. not have as big a deal there as we might as we move on to some of the other rides. So let me was, also let me also say this to our listeners: I don't have any children, so <laughs> and these these judgment calls that I'm making for like for for kids, I'm sort That's of fine. making it based on what I think they would want, but yeah. I really have no idea what I'm talking about. So look, no, that's Amy, fine. <laughs> Amy, we, Dean and I both have children. We still don't know anything other than what our specific child <laughs> True. would like. Uh, you know, and that, you know, thinking back now on Toy Story, I don't think there actually is a height requirement. I remember carrying my son or, you know, having yeah. him on my lap yeah. on that ride. So, and the, um, you know, the controls quote unquote is a ball with a, with a rope. <laughs> yeah. So it makes it easy, you know, kids of all ages, hands of all ages, even those who don't have hands, um, you know, any kind of adaptive equipment they might have or anything like that. You know, really, it, it's, it's fairly simple to play. You aim, you fire, you laugh. If you do it twice in a row, your hand really hurts. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that ride can uh, wear you out pretty quick. Yeah, although we'll talk about that when we get to the teen section. Go ahead. <laughs> Star Tours. Taking on Muppet Vision 3D. Ooh. For little, little kids? Yeah. Little, little kids. I'm saying oh, Muppet yeah. Vision. Muppet. This is, this is where your 40-inch height requirement yeah. kicks yep. in. I think we almost have to say Muppet Yeah, Vision. I mean, there might be a few smattering of giant kids. Dean. Um, I got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, or, or you yourself as a child. Um, but, yeah, uh, Muppets. All right. Uh, the terrifying scenes of the great movie ride <laughs> or the terrifying stunts of Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular? Oh, Indy. I would say Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I'm not kidding when I say my kid, especially as a smaller. The witch? Terif- of the great movie the ride. The witch? And al- <laughs> yeah. well, Alien, we actually were able to hide my daughter's face. You know, we're like, well, oh, we, yeah. look over there. You know, just looking away from the alien. <laughs> I say the witch, the alien, but the, the witch Indiana you can't Jones avoid. Scene, the, uh, you know, all the, the snakes. snakes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of scary for little kids. But the witch is is you get wooed in by the colors and the munchkin, and then the and red that. smoke. And, yeah. yeah. No, agreed. Yeah, I mean, they, for you know, Indiana Jones. Um, I think the only thing that really freaked out my daughter was the giant fireball because you felt it. So yeah. that that was a little bit of a whoa. <laughs> well, and also with Indiana Jones. If they get intimidated or scared, you can always leave the... That's true. You can always flee the scene, but if you you're can. in the great movie ride, there is no escape. You are in there for uh, the duration. At, at least it's frowned upon to get up and run out of the car. Yeah, only, yeah. One, <laughs> only one person is allowed to get up out of the car. The great movie yeah. ride. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. So, um, moving on. Voyage <laughs> of the Little Mermaid. This is spoiler alert. What? <laughs> <laughs> Voyage of the Little Mermaid or Disney Junior Live on Stage? Oh, this is oh, brutal. Man. This is this brutal. Is yeah, rough, this man. could have been the finals. Um, Disney this Junior. is the finals in the first round. I'm going to say Disney Junior. Uh, Dean, you go next. Oh, I, I feel pretty strongly it's Disney Junior. Okay. 
I think for you know maybe not the seven and eight year olds, but certainly the six and under those characters. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Yep. And those are the ones that are in their living room, you know, on a daily basis, and the ones that are part of their action figures that they're playing yep. with. So plus, you get a little bit of the scare factor with Ursula, although not a lot. But that 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 puppet is large. All right, we got Jedi Training Academy or Star Wars Path of the Jedi. Um, Jedi Training Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the interactive nature of it, the fact that you're part of it, I think that's true. Plus you get this, I mean, man, yeah. Touring Star Wars Launch Bay? Oh, right, really? Or that's an attraction? Watching... It is. Have you been there? I'm throwing multiple flags. It's very interactive. <laughs> very, uh... There are character meet and greets in there. There is uh, some Star Wars history to see. Mm-hmm. It is basically one man's dream for Star Wars. Oh, it is basically an Epcot attraction, so sure. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, or uh, for the first time in forever. <laughs> hmm. Is that the stage show Frozen? That is the stage show Frozen. I'm going to pick the stage show Frozen for this. Uh, Frozen? Frozen. <laughs> you have a Frozen mudslide? Listen, listen. <laughs> I've had a little bit of Zabelis. That I got at McDonald's. <laughs> what you that sound one famous Irish restaurant. What do I sound like? When you said Frozen, you sounded Frozen. like the um, the Saturday Night Live version of Sean Connery. Oh, so gosh. <laughs> immediately. Oh, that's what I do the rest of the episode as. <laughs> Antagonistic <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> See now, I thought he was going Doctor Evil for a second. Oh, like, that's uh, true too. Sean Connery on SNL Jeopardy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Trebek. <laughs> I'll take Frozen for 20. <laughs> I'm going to go with Frozen as well. Yeah, Frozen. Yeah, I, we may have to throw the flag on the next pairing. I'm not sure either of them make it. <laughs> uh, for the little kids, One Man's Dream mm. or Tower of Terror? One Man's oh. Dream. By default, I think it has to be One Man's Dream since Tower of Terror has a... Is it 48 inches? It's, yeah, no, or... it's low. It's another one of those that... It was... Oh, no, it is a 40 inch. Yeah. yeah, it's a 40 inch. Um, so, you know, you're old, you know, definitely the older age, but, but One Man's Dream does have the models, and that seems to attract little kids' attention. Yeah, I think so, too. I have to tell a story that I read on a message board once. I don't remember which one. It's probably the disc boards or something that somebody said that they took a, their uh, little boy on Tower of Terror, and when they got to the top, when the doors opened, they, <laughs> the little boy looked at him, and tears started shooting out of their eyes, and he says... Why did you bring me on this? I'm just a little kid. Tears, like like, shooting. So you're you're saying it was the people that were sitting behind us this past summer? (laughs) Because that was pretty much our experience. (laughs) But the little kid said, "Why did you bring me on this? I'm just a little kid." Daddy, I trusted you. I trusted you, Dad. 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 <laughs> but the line, I'm just a little kid. That's that took funny. me out. <laughs> just a little kid. That just took me out. Like the Suck tears it up, shooting out. Oh now, my the, now those tears floating right, right in front of his eyes <laughs> as they dropped. Why is it raining Sharks. in here? <laughs> wow, this effect is so tremendous. I thought they had cheap 3D tricks over at Muppet Vision. <laughs> In our last pairing, I think again the height requirement's going to violate one of these or uh, eliminate one of these Ooh. two. Phantasmic uh, or rock and roller coaster? Uh, yeah, Phantasmic, and even then, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll we'll deal with that in the next round. Yeah, fantastic. so um, Amy, as do you I agree? Those... I am in agreement. 
Now, now, Amy, can I get a ruling? Uh, any of those 16 attractions not legitimate attractions? <sighs> they I... are all legitimate attractions. I... And you know, it's funny because the Star Wars launch bay is really what saved it, you know, a bit. And that's brand new. <laughs> yeah. I concede defeat. I'm putting my flags away. <laughs> but you, sir, are on notice. I will be watching you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on to round two. Uh, again, thinking about the younger kids, Toy Story Midway Mania or Muppet Vision 3D? Ooh. Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah, I think so. I think they're much more in tune with Toy Story, as we discussed on our first movie, than Muppets. Gotta beat I Mom so. and Dad. I think that's a uh, unanimous. Sorry. Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular or Disney Junior Live on Stage? No, Disney Junior. Disney Junior. Same. All right. Jedi Training Academy or One Man's Dream? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Man, I should mix these pairings up a little better. Come on. <laughs> One of those is making our final four. <laughs> let's 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 throw this 45 mile an hour pitch right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, do we have to say it? All right. For the first time in forever or Fantasmic? All right. Oh. So we're in the final four. <laughs> I'm thinking Frozen. <laughs> uh, I say for, for uh, completeness, uh, I'm assuming Training Academy and Frozen both made it there? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, if you need it to be said, yes. For, final four. Disney Junior Live on Stage. Uh-huh. Toy Story Midway Mania for the children under eight. Oh. oh, man. You know, Dean hasn't gone first yet. <laughs> I'm thinking back now. It's you know This is not a wide age band. No. But you know, my son, five and under, I probably would have wholeheartedly gone for Disney Junior. Yeah. But in recent trips, it definitely... I mean, we didn't even go to Disney Junior this last trip, and he was only six at the time. So it was definitely a Toy Story Mania event for him. Um, and I tend to default to when you can do something over when you just watch something. Yeah, and, and the, you know, the, 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 that's the show that my mother-in-law affectionately called, and correctly, The Floor Show. Yes, and it is it is something to see the little kids. You know, they are they're able to stand, they're able to dance. Don't go across the line, but um, yeah, it. Uh, it uh, I, I'm gold the balloons. I mean, yes. there's some good stuff. And you get the confetti at the end. It, it's. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm trending more towards. I mean, you're right. I think if you're under three, um, Toy Story might be a bit much. Not not the game itself, but just the vehicle motion. But I think for the majority of this age group. It's going to be Toy Story. Amy, thoughts? I agree, Toy Story. You can't underestimate the value of beating your parents at something when you're a kid. So. I feel like this is something that you um, personally hold that opinion of. <laughs> I know, that, that the abuse you want to do on your parents is <laughs> no, Amy does a re-ride. I need to ride with you, Mom, and then I need to ride with you, Dad. <laughs> Think about all of the things in Disney that kids can do. Yes. And they're in charge, sort of, like Mm -hmm. driving the the car on the speedway. Things like that that kids I have a feeling that's going to go far when we get to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, I think that little kids, when like if they beat an adult or they beat their big brother, brother or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. for a smaller kid i think that would like make their years so yeah i want I a fever like... <laughs> i got the fever i got the cat i've so. never gotten higher than beaver 
I'm I'm not good at that game. <laughs> oh, the, the Beaver is all I've ever gotten. I'm terrible See? at Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah, I just have fun. My daughter has yeah. fun. Yeah, it's good. I'm even worse at. The, well, it's not true because I know a couple of the good targets for uh, Buzz. Buzz. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like I like Buzz better, but that's for a different show. Yes, it is. Um, all right, this next one might be split completely by gender, which you not maybe not wouldn't have thought mm-hmm. for this age group, but the Jedi Training Academy, mm-hmm. or for the first time in forever. And that's not to say girls wouldn't love Jedi Training no. Academy or some boys wouldn't love Frozen, first time in forever, but you know, just as sort of a generality, you might find, you know, if you had let's just pick the sort of upper age, a six-year-old boy. Mm-hmm might lean one way, whereas a six-year-old girl might lean the other. So this is, this is again, it's another one of doing versus just watching. I have, I have thoughts on this, but I'm interested to hear Amy's thought first. I am going to say Frozen, but nope. I have no idea what I'm doing, mind you, <laughs> because I have no children. I'm thinking, like, boys... I don't know. Boys might enjoy like Kristoff. Do boys like Kristoff? Do boys like Hans? I mean, I don't know. I don't have any kids. I just have a gut feeling that Frozen, Frozen would be, would be better. I mean, there is, there's some kind of scary, intense stuff in Jedi Training Academy. I think that some of the littler kids might be really intimidated by Vader, Maul, you know, the, the enemies yeah. and. Yeah, I, I think it could be intimidating for the little kids. So I'm going to okay. say Frozen. Okay. Dean, what do you think? You know, we are generally a summer travel team. Mm-hmm. And because of that, Jedi Training Academy outdoors. Yep. Frozen indoors. Ah. So I like Frozen better. Okay, now, now um, let me say my piece, and I'll see if I can sway either one of you. In summer. I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> when Dean, when you introed this about 15 minutes ago, it seemed, um, when you said that this might be split by gender, I would have agreed with you had it been two years ago. I think with The Force Awakens coming out and with Rogue One coming out, showing that Star Wars is not just for little boys. I mean, you've got girls everywhere trying to be Rey, my own, dressed up as Rey two years running now for Halloween. I I really think that Star Wars has a much broader appeal. And I think that Frozen, I think think you're right. When you get to the upper ages, Frozen starts to lose its appeal for boys. But I think with Star Wars Rebels um, being, you know, on TV, I I think the Star Wars Training Academy, Jedi Training Academy, um, for this age. And to be fair, I was making a gross generalization. Yep. I do obviously recognize that this is, I think both are pretty widespread in fandom. Yep. And it'd be interesting to see which of these two endures. Yep. You know, we have another Frozen movie coming out next year. We have Frozen 2, the actual, I'm not sure. Electric it's really Boogaloo. The Electric Boogaloo is coming out in two years. Uh, we know what's coming up with all the Star Wars films. Yeah, so that might answer I, that, though, because Star Wars is getting a land, Frozen is not. Right. And so I'm going to, boy, it's really hard to break the tie. Um, well, it's not a tie right now. It's well, two of you I'm, for Frozen. I, I'm not officially voting Frozen. Oh, it's, okay. It's hard to split these two. I, again, I, I think they're both fantastic attractions. So and I think they both, yeah, they both have great appeal. And, and you know, my, my one tiebreaker was if we go in the summer, I'd rather be indoors. That's a parent view. That's mm-hmm. not a kid view. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, That's true. Kids will be digging in the boneyard, and it's 104 degrees oh, outside. Yeah. Now, again, I think I said this in an earlier matchup, and you, it may sway me to the Jedi Training Academy, is given the opportunity to either do or watch, yeah. no. kids like to do. That's a good point. And I think maybe for that reason, I actually will uh, will go with the Jedi Training Academy. All right. Although I, I would call either of these 2A or 2B because uh, I still think as we now approach our finals, I'm going to stick with Toy Story Midway Mania as the best attraction in this age group. So I, I think I'm going to agree with you. And Amy, I think you are too because beat the parents. <laughs> <laughs> Got to beat them. Got to beat them. Got to beat them. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> beat them down. <laughs> All right, well, we have anointed Toy Story Midway Mania, the number one attraction for the underage group. Wait, you didn't have Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam on this list? <laughs> That's seasonal, Polly. We're not doing oh, seasonal okay. things. I, I could have gone seasonal if you wanted no. to. I, you know, there, there are so many other great attractions at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> you know, easily a full day, if not more than one day park. Uh, but for this oh, dear. Wow, you sound like a Toy travel Story agent. It's like I've done that speech before. <laughs> Adventures out of travel. With us now. Uh, let's jump up to the preteen category, and we'll. You know, I'm actually not even going to vary these matchups. No. Let's just uh, let's just keep running through with the same pairing and see if we end up with a different bracket. Yep. Uh, Toy Story Midway Mania versus Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Toy Story. Toy Story Midway Mania. I agree. Star Tours or Muppet Vision 3D. Star Ooh. Tours. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I think that's our first change. I would go with Star Tours over Muppet Vision for that age. Yeah, Muppets is like, you know, just to make a broad brush generalized statement, which I hate to make when other people make them. um, It seems like Muppets appeals to the really little kids and then those like the grandparents, older adults. Yeah, the ones that can be nostalgic. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. I watched the show or I grew Mm -hmm. up watching Sesame Street, but mm. Right, and you know, whereas the younger group either weren't quite forty inches, or we were just thinking motion sickness, or motion <laughs> right. for them. Right, this this age group loves that kind right. of stuff. Exactly, more motion, better. <laughs> uh, great movie ride or epic stunt spectacular? Oh man, this is there hard. is nothing. There is nothing in the great movie ride that teens would be familiar with that was released in their in their kind well, this of is, age. This is the preteen. Correct? Yes, this is. We'll call this like eight to thirteen. I think we were saying oh, before. Oh, even worse. L- literally. Pretty yeah, even worse. <laughs> even worse. I think, oh, yeah, even worse. I think the yeah. most recent film is Indiana Jones. Yeah. No, I'm gonna <laughs> say what? What is great movie right up against again? Indiana Jones epic. Indiana Jones, whatever yeah. is the opponent for this, I pick the opponent. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 actually, there is a, a factor of. Being, a, be, be, being that preteen age and possibly seeing someone, you know, that, that you know get called up on stage, like, my daughter would be so tickled if I volunteered for this, to see me out there on the stage. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the, you know, trying to justify the great movie ride, but even the montage at the end yeah. doesn't doesn't really bring in too many recent films. No, because what happens is you get a groan. You see these fantastic old movies that these preteens have never seen, A, because they're probably not able to watch rated R movies. So, you know, the scene from Scarface, mm, the scene from uh, A a Few Good Men, mm, uh, the scene from Officer and a Gentleman, again, 1980. Uh, They may have seen Star Trek II, maybe. They... Yeah, you Little know, Mermaid. But then, yeah, but then they have like the Little Mermaid, 
and they've started they've frozen. started putting in yeah they've they've started putting in the more recent animated movies like they have a Finding Nemo a Frozen Pirates of the Caribbean they yeah. have some of the more recent Disney movies in there now and they try and the s- they try and edit things in there every once in a while but that's even, more recent even but, oh I that's mean, just a it's a tiny blip in the montage yeah. versus all the movies you endure during the ride yeah, yeah. endure that you endure during <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for this age group that's pretty much how they would feel oh, about yeah. it you're, that's savage Dean you're savage Dean Savage Dean Savage Live on stage. Uh, <laughs> speaking of live on stage, bring your singles. Disney Junior or Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Little Mermaid. Yeah. That's got yep. Be, right? Yep. I mean, yep. Yep. I don't see Disney Junior moving on again. No. No. <laughs> no. Well. No. Jedi Training Academy or Star Wars: Path of the Jedi. Ah. Uh, refresh my memory. What Path of the Jedi is? Because I haven't experienced that. Oh, wait a minute. That has the meet and greet with Chewbacca and the meet and greet with Kylo Ren. So I'm going to say Path of the Jedi because you can meet Chewbacca and Kylo. I, I, uh, that, that's inside the... Um, that's inside the... Um, is inside the launch, launch bay. bay. That's part of Launch Bay. Path of the Jedi is basically like a little 10-minute film talking about the Star Wars saga and a little bit of a peak future. Oh, no way. Why? No. Wait, why didn't you just say that all of that was one? Look, I get, okay, here's what I think It's happened. the location, and I needed no, one more. No, you needed one. You had an odd number of attractions. You needed 16. So you said, hey, I'm going to make this film separate from this other hey, thing. Austin P makes it to the NCAAs, okay? Dean, listen Somebody's to me. Somebody's got to fill that last spot. I don't approve of this bubble team antic thing on your bracket. I don't oh. approve of this. <laughs> I don't approve the... of your Cinderella pick of the That was Path the 64-65 playing Oh, in. my God. I don't approve <laughs> of this. This is 16 and 12 uh, Seton Hall somehow. <laughs> Seton Hall. That's the 11th, seat, 11th team out of their, their uh, So wait, no. League. Seton Hall went on because the two lost to the 15. This is like a Canisius or a Valparaiso, a Walford. Wow. This is wow. like, oh, Elon. Dean, Elon. come on. Elon. Oh, Dean, come on. So we're going with Jedi Training Academy is what you're yeah, saying? Oh my so. gosh, yes. I think so. Star Wars Launch Bay or for the first time in forever, a Frozen Celebration? Is this ah. the one with the characters? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The characters, the, uh, you know, you do a little bit of trading, you got the... Some of the models, some of the um, yeah. other stuff to look as you're going through. I'm going to say, Dean, I'm gonna Dean say is this. not good at trading. <laughs> I'm terrible at trading. <laughs> I had apparently I had too good of stuff. It's <laughs> really funny. They wouldn't. They take wouldn't it. take they it. Would take, <laughs> we tried a pen cap. I mean, we tried everything. They wouldn't do it. I think uh, like it was probably our sixth attempt. They were like, "All right, go away, dude. We just take some junk." You're probably just so tall that you're intimidating them. I think they thought I was Chewbacca. What a wow. Wookiee. Anyway, sorry. I, I... <laughs> yeah. Ah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. hope that was the cat. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cat's Mary Poppins. The Mary Poppins doesn't do that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's funny. OMG. Sorry. So we're going with Launch Bay or you're going with the Frozen show? <laughs> I'm going with Launch Bay. Yeah. I agree. All right. One Man's Dream or Tower of Terror? 
It's the preteen. Tower, Tower of Terror. Uh, Terrifying the 9-year-old, the 12, 13-year-old thinks they're cool on a throw. Yeah, my 10-year-old that loves roller coasters is terrified to death of the idea. I'm not sure One Man's Dream is all that appealing to this group. I'm going to throw out a controversial statement and say that One Man's Dream is not appealing to anyone who is not an adult who can remember classic stuff. Disney Twitter. Yeah, like any <laughs> anyone who had Disney Channel as a kid in the 80s, they would like One Man's Dream. You know, people like that who remember classic Disney Channel, people who are old enough to remember seeing the classic Mickey Mouse Club on TV, they would enjoy it because they have, I think they have a costume from one of the original Mouseketeers in one of the cases. Um, they have things that, that younger people can't really appreciate because they have no memory of it. So I'm going to say one man's dream is not going to win anything until we get to the adult folk. I think that's fair. I mean, my kid likes one man's dream for a little while. Mm hmm. There's some things he'll run to and see and remember, but, uh, you know, he's being raised by a Disney Twitter person, which might just be as, you know, jaded in, in the minority. So. <laughs> jaded. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting matchup for this age. You remember thinking 8 to 12, you know, maybe stretch up to 13, 14 years old, Fantasmic or Rock and Roller Coaster? And now this is where I'll just point out the 48-inch height requirement yeah. on Rock and Roller Coaster. I think I'm going to say Fantasmic for this. I'm going to go along with whatever you guys think on this one. Like, my first reaction was to say Rock and Roller Coaster, but then I'm like, that's pretty intense for a kid's, like, introductory coaster. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe maybe uh, Thunder Mountain at Magic Kingdom might be better for, like, an introductory coaster. So I'm going to say Fantasmic. Well, and what's funny is my daughter, who is terrified of the idea of going on Tower of Terror, will ride Rock and Roller Coaster without, without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, she's just, she's my kid. <laughs> she likes the roller coasters. I mean, I'm an adult, and I thought that Rock and Roller Coaster was not that bad, but Tower of Terror, I will never do that again. Like, wow. You know, I'm, I'm kind of that way, too. Tower of Terror. Well, I think it's more worked up in her head, because she's never ridden it. Well, yeah, that's what happens. They, they can psych themselves. Yeah, out I mean, these. you look it's, at it, you hear the screams. It's called terror, you know. It's, mm -hmm. Well, I would be all for her never going on it, but <laughs> well, maybe she won't go on that. But I can tell her that there's this new attraction in California that's themed to Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Yeah, see, I, I think I'll go with you guys. Fantasmic. I think your younger kids are excited to stay up late. They yeah. still like. To the characters that are in that show. You no, know, that's a great point. The staying up it's, late. Uh, yeah. And and they're just scary enough to keep them interested. Yep. But it's not terrifying like rock and roller coaster. Well, yeah, maybe there's the if nothing else in their heads. There's the opportunity for snacks. There's the opportunity for those glow up light wand things. I might, I, might, I might have Look, to. I'm listening to someone else's podcast. I might have to. <laughs> right? I might have to play that as the background music for this. <laughs> no, what? just no, not the actual music. It's going to be Amy going. Is the background music <laughs> the whole thing? <laughs> oh.
like butter and bacon because they have the greatest background music they put on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) These poor unfortunate souls listening to this episode. They're in need. (laughs) (sighs) Alright, I think that wraps up that round, so let's narrow it down now. Again, keeping in mind 8 to 12-ish heroes old. Toy Story Midway Mania, Star Tours. Toy Story Midway Mania. Uh, you know, eh, I, I think Star Tours. I think this is where the thrill ride starts to take over. Such a, such a tough call. It is. I think, it really is. I think the video game aspect, the rewrite ability, and uh, you still get some of that motion, a little bit of thrill ride. Yep. I'm, I'm going to stick with Amy on this one. I'm going to go Toy Story okay. Midway Mania. It, that, that's, it, there's no wrong answer. No, I think both are great. And, uh Unlike maybe this pairing, where I have Voyage of the Little Mermaid taking on Indiana Jones' epic stunt spectacular. Mm. Spectacular! <laughs> <laughs> it's not Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Spectacular. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. <laughs> And if you have no idea what we're laughing about, you did not listen to the outtakes from last week's show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. All right, so Indiana's moving on. Yeah. Then in our next matchup, the Star Wars launch bay versus the Jedi training academy. <laughs> <laughs> I think... You just keep making me laugh every yes. time with this. Yes. I, now, I listen, Maga, listen. Maga. Is this... Okay, is launch bay the one with the characters... Yes, you're getting your characters, getting your your uh, trading of goods, the Millennium Falcon model, etc. Mm. Or Jedi Training Academy. <sighs> I have, well, what is the cutoff? That, is there yes. a cutoff for the age for participation in Training Academy? Okay, then like, if these kids are too old to participate in Training Academy, then I'm going to say they're going to want to go over there and meet Chewbacca and Kylo Ren. I, and I, I'm not sure what the age is. I want to say it's... it's Typically four to twelve, I think. Right, I think it's twelve. So we we are still, although although there are some kids that are probably eleven that they're going to turn away because they're already like five four in shaving. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> that was just me at eleven. Sorry. <laughs> we go back to our Wookie conversation. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I I still yeah I'm I'm gonna go with. It, even though it's participatory, you get a little bit of participation with, you know, the, the meet and greet. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Launchpad. Yeah, I say the same. I, I think the Training Academy, really the heart of that feels like it's in that sort of 6, 7, 8 range. Maybe up to 9 and 10, but the, the older end of this tale, I think, would be disinterested. Now, I wonder if when they open up Star Wars Land and they have an adult Jedi Training Academy that is like more like the Marine Corps, the you sign a waiver... Uh, the other characters have permission to actually hit you with the lightsabers. <laughs> if <laughs> they were an that... adult Jedi training academy, that yeah. would be... Oh my goodness, How much can fun you would imagine? That be to watch? How because... much fun would it be to watch like some of these adult male bloggers yeah, that like go me. for like the previews? <laughs> yes. Can you imagine the YouTube hits? Oh, and, and they're going out there. I'm going to use the double lightsaber that Darth Maul used in episode one, and I'm going to face off against Ventress 
thank you. And then they get out there, and Ventress is like an actual ninja. Like, real no-joke ninjutsu triple black belt. I, a pay-per-view no. would not be too much. <laughs> it would not be too much. Like, they to have put a video up. available to, like, Patreon people. Like, right. <laughs> it would be incredible. I mean, th- this and is... All donations go to Give Kids the World. Right. This is just genius. This, oh this is where they would actually have in the Cantina Band, or not not Cantina Band, but the, uh, the Cantina restaurant that they're developing. You know how they had those television screens that was, like, holograms? That's what they show. Nothing but that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Adults just getting completely schooled by these by oh these performers. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> you know part. that there will be like media and blogger previews and stuff. And oh so, yeah. Can you imagine like Lou Mangello? Yes. Can you imagine <laughs> Lou Mangello versus an Ewok versus an Ewok with with that hammer? <laughs> That's a flint. It's a, it's a flint. Um, it's like early, you know, Stone Age man. But he's going to town on Lou. Oh my god! Hi, Lou. Love you. Glad you listened to the show. Seriously, Paulie. I can't. All right, last matchup of this round. Remember, eight to twelve. Yes. Tower of Terror. Phantasmic. Mm. I'm gonna say phantasmic. I think there's still the thrill of being out late. And, you know, just that. That's awesome. Again! (laughs) (laughs) Again! Again! Do it again! (laughs) Do it again! Uh, really? <laughs> okay, the end of this show is just going to be me looping that for 15 minutes. No! <laughs> I wouldn't. No! I wouldn't do that much. Y- you better not. <laughs> <laughs> My mother listens to this <laughs> Do not disparage my mother. Of course, never. 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 Uh, yeah, I, I I think I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Fantasmic for this. <laughs> I'm gonna guess your musical interlude means you're green with Fantasmic. Oh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's still not old. <laughs> Never will be. Is, your face is still not old. Yes, it is. It's, it's aged quite a bit. <laughs> Especially in the last six and a half years. I Just in the last ten minutes. It's aged. <laughs> yeah. The last ten minutes of the show have taken 45 to record. So. <laughs> oh, you should have thought about that before you invited me to be on this podcast. <laughs> All right, final four for the 8 to 12 year olds. Toy Story Midway Mania or Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular? Toy Story Mania. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's still Toy Story Mania. Agreed. The Star Wars launch bay or Phantasmic? Now, is this the one with the characters? <laughs> You're going to have to write down your notes on this one. No, I'm going to make you We can't answer, answer that question every I'm time. Gonna I'm going to make you, you stand accountable for this. Each and every time, sir. You You're can, going you can to pay some... for what you have done, sir. You can meet some characters here, Amy. Oh, you can my meet characters. gosh. 
<sighs> it's your fault. Okay, I'm gonna say Star Wars. Dean, what do you think? I'm gonna go with Phantasmic. Mm, you make me choose. Uh, my, my justification on Phantasmic is the again the uh, the experience, the theater, the the sort of staying out late, but also the the younger part of this group still wants that interaction, that show with Mickey Mouse. I'm gonna go with Star Wars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you're allowed. Yeah. And finally, mercifully. Toy Story Midway Mania or Star Wars Launch Bay? Is this the one with the characters? <laughs> All the Toy Story characters are included. <sighs> and you get to shoot them and throw things at them and play a video game. I'm going to say Toy Story Mania. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. Unanimous. Yeah. All right, two for two for the Toy Story. Let's move on to the teens. We'll call it the pre-drinking age, so, you know, 12, 12 to 20, 14 to 20, somewhere on there. And we'll go with the same pairings, Toy Story Midway Mania or Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Ooh. I think Toy Story. Yeah, I, I do too. I do as well. Star Tours or Muppet Vision 3D? Star Tours. Star Tours. Great Movie Ride or Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular? Indiana Jones. This is the t- you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change I think this is where the great movie ride starts coming in. So we're going upwards of twenty. So at this point, someone twenty was born in ninety six. Yep. So there's still nothing. There's relevant still nothing to the, relevant the to them, but I think I think it's more <laughs> um, the cast member interaction and the going into the theater and seeing the props and stuff like that. You know. Now, I, let I, me let let me just say this though they. Mary Poppins is in the attraction for like yes. 15 seconds. Yes. And a lot of people have seen Mary Poppins that will have no knowledge of the rest of it. So let's just give Mary Poppins a little bit of credit for her like 15 second chim chim I don't know where she went. Where is she? Oh, you didn't mean my cat. <laughs> no, I meant the attract in the attraction. Oh, okay. Sorry. I got lost. Um, <sighs> I'm not sure on either of these for this age group, but. I, I guess I'll give the nod to the great movie ride because it's a ride and not just a show. Yeah, and that's that's um, kind of I think, yeah. the, I think the thrill of the you know family member up on stage, unless it's literally them at this point. Although the, I think maybe this age group is still in the I get mortified if I have to do anything in public uh, scenario. But I'm gonna go a great movie ride. I think it's close though. Um, equally as close and probably neither appealing. Voyage of the Little Mermaid or Disney Junior Live on Stage? Ooh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, Little Mermaid because I think I think especially teenage girls, I mean Ariel is pretty popular across the board. <laughs> For a few reasons. For girls and women and I mean Yep. That, I mean, yep. Yeah, Little Mermaid. <laughs> Little All Mermaid. Right. Jedi Training Academy or Star Wars Path of the Jedi? Is this the one with the characters? No, this is the 10-minute show. Okay. Training Academy is the one that I love it. is for 4- to 12-year-olds. Uh, I'm, I mean, jeez. I, I I'm not going to pick the movie, the Star Wars sit-down movie where you watch film clips. I'm not going to pick that for anybody. Okay, I would pick that here because I think Jedi Training Academy, you've now aged out of being a participant, and you probably have no interest in watching anyone else do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Also, you're you're gonna have people that are uh very interested in the making of at this age, at least I was. So I think kind of seeing that behind the scenes is gonna be attractive. Okay, fine. I'll pick the movie. <laughs> but I'm uh, but I'm I don't like it. I don't like making mistakes. I honestly don't like it either. I, yeah, no, it's not move, good. But, uh for the first time in forever or Star Wars launch bay. Is this, this the, the one with the characters? characters? Okay. okay, good. Oh, gosh. For this... So what is the Frozen appeal to 14 to 20-year-old folk? Oh, gosh. It seems like Frozen is just as popular for that age as it is for little kids. I mean, gosh. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. You know? Oh, man. But they love. Want... But they also love seeing Chewbacca. Like Chewbacca uh, is still deal. They, I think they wanted me to Wookie. Yeah. Oh man. I'm gonna say. So when is your next trip, Dean? I will be there. Uh, if not sooner, I'll be there in July. We're cruising. Awesome. I'm gonna say meeting Chewbacca is gonna beat out the sing along. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Plus, not not only that, but you have the set times of the show versus the stroll and wander and, you know, kind of take your time. I think that kind of, um, that aspect we haven't really talked about, but some of these attractions, because you can take as much or as little time as you want, might be a little bit more appealing as we get older. That's fair. And one where you can take as much time as you want is One Man Stream versus Tower of Terror. I think in Tower of Terror. <laughs> Tower of Terror, sir. Uh, I'd say no doubt. Yeah. And then Fantasmic or Rock and Roller Coaster? Rock and Roller Coaster. Yep. Yeah, I think so. All right. Toy Story Midway Mania or Star Tours? Star Tours. Yeah. I agree. Great movie ride or Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Ariel. Mm. I'll go movie ride. Mm. <sighs> I think the way they do the aerial show skews younger. I, I think they do too. I also think there's not a lot to draw people over to where aerial is. Other than, you know, because, I mean, what do you have past that? You have <laughs> Playhouse Disney on one side, and then you've got, to and you're running past it to get to Toy Story. <laughs> um, yeah, I think great movie ride. All right. Star Wars Path of the Jedi or Tower of Terror? Tower of Is Terror. Is this the one with the characters? No. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to keep doing it until the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already forgotten the options in my I'll fervor. go with Tower of Terror as well, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amy, unanimous Tower of Terror over Path of the Jedi, the 10-minute show? Oh, yeah. All right, and Star Wars Launch Bay, where you can meet the characters, or a Rock and Roller Coaster? Oh, man. I'm going to say Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, I'm going to say Rock and Roller Coaster. I would, too. All right, final four. Interestingly, the four rides that are left at Disney Hollywood The Studios. four. <laughs> <laughs> All four of them. <laughs> right, well, I'm sorry. Toy Story Midway Mania would have been the fifth. Oh. Uh, but the four that would appeal here. Star Tours or the Great Movie Ride? Star Tours. Yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah, I agree. Unanimous. Unanimous. Unanimous, and will it take on Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster? This is the tricky uh, one. <laughs> ooh. Um, rock and Roller Coaster. 
I think the roller coaster fear is over at that point, and I think rock and roller coaster is the more appealing ride. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think people are more afraid of dropping and falling than they are of riding a roller coaster. So I agree. And in the final, Star Tours or rock and roller coaster? Rock and roller coaster. Yep. Yep, I think so. Yeah, I'm just sitting there trying to think if I can make a case for Star Tours. And had you gone that way, I'm not sure I would have argued either. Right. Yeah, I think <laughs> but, I think for this age group, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, and that's why they're diametrically opposed in the park layout. Yeah. I think that's fair. All right. So Rock and Roller Coaster with its first win. And now we'll move on to the adults, which would include folk like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're probably running the gamut now of the, you know, literally 21 to 65. But, yep. you know, sort of the center core of that group. Yep. So with that in mind, Toy Story Midway Mania or Beauty and the Beast live on stage? Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, I think we still like Because we want to beat our kids. kids. Yeah. Because we're going to beat our kids. <laughs> And should we go with Star Tours or Muppet Vision 3D? Oh, man. This is where it gets tricky because, like, I I would rather do Muppet Vision 3D than to do Star Tours. But there are people who would much rather do Star Tours than do Muppet Vision. And also, if we're going to go all the way up to 65, there are older adults who are going to be like, nope, to Star Tours. So this is tough, man. I'm going to go with Muppet Vision 3D. I am too because the older you get, the more rickety your body is, and the less likely you're going to be able to withstand all these G forces on Star Tours. So I'm going to say Muppets. My 75 year old back agrees with you. So <laughs> also go with Muppets on this Why one. Why did you Star- steal a 75 year old back? Well, that's what I've been granted oh. <laughs> my 40 year old right. body. Are you Sadler um, or Waldorf? Oh, I'm as cranky as either of them these days. <laughs> um, it's the weather. Yeah, no. I, I think you're right. I think the, there's some less appeal for Star Tours because of the motion as you get older. And I also think that, you know, as we talked about before, the nostalgia factor kicks in for even folks, you know, maybe mid-30s and up for the Muppets. So I, I think Muppet Vision makes sense. Oh, there. yeah. I watched the Muppets on TV when, when I was a kid. So, and I'm, I'm, yeah. So <laughs> You're of an age that remembers the Muppets on TV. Yeah. Let's just go. Yeah. Go. So, uh, so, yeah, there's that. All right, great movie ride or Indiana Jones, epic stunt spectacular. Mm. This is the age when you might be aware of the yeah. stuff that's in the great movie. I'm going to say great movie ride. For yeah, them. you know what? It's funny because they both will play on nostalgia, but I think great bleh, great movie ride will win out over the Indiana Jones show. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Voyage of the Little Mermaid or Disney Junior live on stage? Oof. Little Mermaid. My my gut answer was going to be Disney Junior live on stage because you you know if you're someone like me who has kids that have enjoyed this show you'd pick it. Yep. But then you have to get on the floor to watch it. Yep. <laughs> and and so, then you got to get back up off the floor. Back not up, not so much just, getting down to the floor; it's getting up off. No, the floor. but as you shift into the grandparent age of this category, uh, that gets a little bit more tricky. Now yeah, here's what? the here's the thing about Disney Junior though: is that something that you as an adult would choose for yourself to do? For your own enjoyment, or is it something that you're sort of shoehorned into because of who you're touring with? Because I'm looking at it as what you're choosing for your own personal enjoyment, not because you have to go do it. Well, I mean, part of that personal enjoyment for me is seeing my kid Uh in that way. 
Uh-huh. So I, I think there are definitely two answers. I think if you're a parent, you know, like you said, Dean, if you're a parent of a kid that enjoys this, you might pick it just to see your kid act that way. Mm. Exactly. If you're single, eh. if I if I were going to the studios by myself, I would not even go to the side of the park, to tell you the mm-hmm. truth. But I, I know people of an age where they remember the uh, some of the great movie rides and some of the Muppets on TV yep. who mm-hmm. love Disney Junior shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yep. love and Disney tweet about, shows. And tweet about them uh, quite a bit with me. Yep. I like Disney Junior shows. I think it's they're adorable. It's almost like Amy knows who I'm talking about. I think they're almost, adorable. It's almost like she does. I was talking about you. <laughs> wait, now, wait, wait, wait. I was talking about you. Now we're back to the, to the Muppet Vision 3D. <laughs> All these people think I'm talking to them, but I'm really talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, Sheriff Callie and PJ Masks have not made their way into this show yet. Oh, man, I love Sheriff Callie. Mustache Toby. I love Sheriff Callie. What a good episode. Yeah, my, I, no, my daughter's grown beyond. We, we did, but no. What? Hey, I'm Callie. <laughs> And I'm the sheriff, got my badge here on my vest. I love her! She's so good. I love her. Um, but I'm going to stick with Voyage of the Little Mermaid for this age group. Yeah. I think it has more personal relevance for the attendee. And as Amy pointed out, and I think it's a fair one, you're probably, if you're enjoying Disney Junior, it's through the eyes of your child or your grandchild and not your own yeah. desire to go see. Yeah, I tend to agree. Mm. With exceptions. All right, Jedi Training Academy or Star Wars Path of the Jedi, which is the show, not where you meet characters. Oh, man. Well, the show, uh, the, the movie might actually be interesting to adults who remember seeing those movies when they were kids. Yeah. To think, okay, how was this made? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Jedi Training Academy is going to be that entertaining for an adult. I for find it very annoying that I cannot perform <laughs> <laughs> on the stage of battle against I think it's, Darth Vader. I think Jedi Trinity Academy is cool when you walk by and you see the Star Wars character out there doing their thing. And then you see those That's little cool. urchins. But I wouldn't sit there and watch the entire set of the show. <laughs> it's really long. My was, unless my kid was participating. Right? It's like half yeah. an hour of other people's kids. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I agree on the path. Of the yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, as as great as it is, you're right. Seeing kind of the upfront section where you have the Jedi Master talk, and then you know the, the villains come out and all that stuff. But once they get into the nitty gritty of the actual fighting, if you don't have a kid involved, man, that can drag. Oh, it's, it's what like 24 kids or something like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, your turn. Okay, your turn. And if you're oh. lucky, they have them split up into two or three groups with right. different villains that they're fighting. But yeah. It, it It's like watching other people's home movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the first time in forever or Star Wars Launch Bay where you can meet characters? For adults. Does that help, Lamy? This is tough. I think adults are moving their hair. I think adults are done with Frozen. The village... I call them the village people. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the village hosts, or whatever their characters are called, yeah. are really entertaining and really funny yeah. in the show. And that, yeah. They actually appeal to that humor of the adults that are becoming over-frozen okay. quite a bit. Just just pointing well, that and fact that, and out. That's, not... And that's the personal experience, because I haven't personally seen either of these. So I'm just going on you know what I've read and what I've seen. 
Um, yeah. yeah. And then there's air conditioning. Well, there's air conditioning for both. Yeah. There's seating. Stan, the launch bay thing is, is quite uh, entertaining. Yeah, but the launch bay, I mean, again, you can go in and spend 15 minutes or you can spend an hour and a half. I'm going, That's I'm going launch bay. It's at your own pace, which is kind of yeah. Nice um, I might I'm go launch bay just from the variety, you know. And again, we'll we'll touch on this when we do our epi- Epcot episode. <laughs> Shocker! Some of my favorite pavilions are the ones that you can go in and do multiple things. It's not just go in, ride Mission Space, and then just kind of leave. Wonders um, of Life has been closed for a long time. I probably. love Wonders of Life, but the land is still like that, and the seas with Nemo and friends is still like that. I will concede those points, sir. Um. But yeah, so I think yeah, I, I'm gonna go with launch bay. All right, I might have gone frozen, but uh, I'll take the two to one defeat. One man's dream or Tower of Terror? <laughs> one, this is tough. Uh, this is this is oh. hard. My this my is tough. my knee jerk reaction is to say one man's dream because and the listeners I enjoy of this that. show. <laughs> I enjoy that a lot more than Tower of Terror. And also, as you get older, there are parts of your body that are, like, bailing out on Tower of Terror. Like, no, we can't do this anymore. Right. Um, gosh. One Man's Dream, there's stuff in there that you can actually remember from your childhood as an yeah. adult. So, yep. I'm going to go One Man's Dream. Yeah, I'm going to go One Man's Dream, too. I mean, we definitely have the, you know, adult Disney fan. Uh, we have the fan who is spending the majority of their disposable income to go, married or not. You have the fan who has memories. You, you, know, you still, in this age group, will have people that can remember seeing Wonderful World of Disney on TV when they were really little. Um, you know, with actual Walt Disney. So seeing that set, you know, the, the Epcot film uh, kind of thing going on there. I, yeah, I think one man's dream. Okay. <laughs> That's easy. That was easy. <laughs> I think you have to make some level of assumption that if you're attending a theme park day at Disney Hollywood Studios, <laughs> you're, a Dis- you're some level of a Disney fan. <laughs> or you don't know any better. <laughs> or, or you're still looking for the Back to the Future ride like my brother would be. But it's, you know... I. My gut reaction actually is that One Man's Dream is less universally appealing, um, because it's very focused on Disney history. Yeah. And if you're not a Disney history buff, that might not be something that you're going to even care about. This is true. You kind of walk in there and go, "Oh, a small museum," and walk out. Um, but I could see the the uh, more of the group maybe falling in the One Man's Dream category. So, Fantasmic or Rock and Roller Coaster? Hmm. I think Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, for adults. See, I keep thinking once you get to like 40, 45, maybe coasters are are not your thing anymore. They're not really my thing anymore. And neither Uh, is thing until 10 to watch Fantasmic. (laughs) Gosh. And that's the first show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Fantasmic. I mean, I, I could totally be wrong, but I, I'm just gonna say Fantasmic. Well, and, and there is another level that I completely forgot too. With Fantasmic, you can get the reserved seating with the dinner packages. Do, do, so do, from do, a. Do, 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 Amy, you singing this is already playing in the background. You don't have to sing over yourself singing. Fantastic. No, it's fantastic. Wow. The wind-up and the (laughs) bitch. 
<laughs> I still think the majority of this age group is going to be on Rock and Roller Coaster. I think both are actually pretty appealing in this group, but I, you know, 21 up even to say 50, you're probably still considering yourself a roller coaster junkie. Yeah. And certainly, I think there's folks past 50 that are willing to ride roller coasters and enjoy them. Yep. Um, so I don't, I don't think we've completely sh shifted into the um, category of show over attraction or show over ride, as far as attraction is are. So I would pick rock and roller coaster as well. Mm. But but it is hard because I mean I could, it's really hard. I could see there is a convenience factor. Um, with Fantasmic, there is the you know it, yes, they're staying up late, but but then there's also you can you can schedule it and it's a nice way to cap your day. Um, Definitely. Whereas Rock and Roller Coaster, you know, if you're doing the Fast Pass, it does have the single rider line, but you know eh, you know you might have to fit it in when you can. And being the, only one the, of five rides, yeah, <laughs> that could this be would tough. be the the age group where you're most likely to find an Aerosmith fan. That's true too. That's a very. That good is point. true. That's a good point. I didn't even. I did not even consider that, but you're a hundred percent right. All right. So with the rock and roller coaster moving on, now we are onto the next round. Adults. Wow. <laughs> so moving on, the next round for the adults: Toy Story Midway Mania or Muppet Vision 3D. I just can't do that like you, Polly. Say it again. <laughs> Muppet Vision 3D. Is that your choice? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've already forgotten the question. Toy Story or Muppet Vision 3D? Um, oh. Uh, you know, I, I still think, I, even though the... the mm, and and it, I'm going to contradict myself for the next stage bracket, but I think Toy Story for here. Um, I think there's there's the fun. It, I think Toy Story Midway Mania is one of those rides where, as a kid, you feel an accomplishment because you're riding a ride and you're doing something. You can beat your older brother or beat your parents. As an adult, whether you're a parent or not, you feel like a kid because of the way that they have the queue, the setup. Everything is scaled up, and you feel like you're in Toy Story. And the ride whips around, so that's kind of like an unexpected thing. When when you and I think it's a, you know? a lot of nostalgia for the theming too. And like and wait, as you get to the older age, exactly. Hey, I played you know Twister. Well, still play Twister, but you know I had a barrel. Of I monkeys. had a barrel of monkeys. Exactly. Um, Green Army Men. You know all of those things, which had a resurgence after the film came out. But it really it was not around in the eighties and nineties. Those games really had kind of faded from popularity. So and there's yeah, also I, talking Mr. Potato Head. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Toy Story. Although this is hard. It's very difficult. Oh, gosh. Um, see, because adults this age group are the ones who really remember the Muppets. Who really know that nostalgic yeah. feeling for yep. the TV show and the movies. Oh, gosh. This is and hard. the humor is spot on. Oh, my gosh. This is so hard. I, I'm going Muppets. I'm going to go Muppets. Oh, I don't want to nah. break this time. Oh, but you have <laughs> yeah. to. Oh. I was hoping you guys would just agree on something and I could just not have to make a decision. Oh, no. You have to decide. Wow. Too much cream. <laughs> Rewritability, Toy Story, first time attraction, though? Yeah, I know. The, see, I that's. And, and we're talking first time, so it's not. It, it, again, it's the whole experience. The cue for Muppets is also fantastic. Just the oh. visual gags, a, a net full of jello. Yes. Mm hmm. Uh, 
Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to go with Muppets as well. All right. I, I, I and think. you know what? I can't. I cannot complain. I think it's it's <laughs> the age bracket. You know, and, and again, I, I think the 21 to 35 year olds in this group mm-hmm. are probably yelling at me right yep. now, saying we don't give a crap about that. And I understand that. I, yep. I don't think Muppets have that attraction to them. But when you start to get the rest of this age, when bracket, you're in 40 and over territory, yeah, I think the Muppet draw is is much stronger. Muppet is huge. Yeah. I, I agree, but you know, I, I, I still want to do toy, just myself Toy Story. But yes, I, I'll completely oh, buy that. I'll, I'll buy it. But but again, that, that's why I made the point. I think the rewritability for Toy Story would make it endure longer over time. Yes. But if I'm just talking like best attraction one shot deal, there's way too much intended and targeted humor for this age bracket in the Muppet Show yep. for them to miss it. Miss Piggy Great is going to be so mad that you called her a huge Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> what? She's gonna karate chop your face so hard. <laughs> she's gonna be so mad at you. I oh, she's gonna be so mad. All right, sweetums, what do you got for this one? Great movie ride or Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> I like we just work in a character name into a sentence, and Paulie will have to make the noise. I have to. <laughs> it's like Pavlov. <laughs> Oh, let's put these choices in a beaker and see how he's... Wow! <laughs> All right, Paulie, walk a walk this way and tell me if you like Great Movie Ride or Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Uh, I'm going to go a Great Movie Ride for the adults. We got nothing out of those, Amy. I feel disappointed. No, I'm done. No beaker and no fossil. We got no... He just has no sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> I did Fozzie earlier. All right. You did? I did. I did the cream pie. Oh. I missed that one. I did too. Too much cream. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next pairing. Great movie ride or Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Great movie ride for adults. Yeah, I I think great movie ride for the adults. I think so too. And this is the age age where they're like, where adults are into like Turner Classic Movies. Yep. The channel and TCM's got that sponsorship and everything and they're going to know what these movies actually are. So, yep. We still don't get people that have seen Footlight Parade live yet in this (laughs) group. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars The 10 Minute Show or Star Wars Go Meet the Characters? Characters. Uh, characters yeah. always. Meeting meeting the characters. Alright, and one man stream or rock and roller coaster. <sighs> and I will make a case for rock and roller coaster mm. on this one because we're still again, we're including the twenty one to forty, forty five, fifty year old that's probably a little bit more of a roller coaster enthusiast. Are we gonna do another echelon for seniors? We yeah, have a senior. Okay, seniors. yeah, I'm gonna save one man's dream for the senior folk. So I'm gonna do rock and roller coaster for these people. Yeah, I think yeah, and and particularly you know if you're if you're into the the wheelhouse of the adult, you know, particularly if you're going down single or with a bunch of friends, and you know you really just want to get that ride in, and this is the big ride. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Muppet Vision 3D or Star Wars Launch Bay. Where you meet the characters? Ooh. Oh, man. Muppet Vision. <sighs> I think Muppets holds up here. Yeah, Muppet Vision. Great movie ride or rock and roller coaster? This is hard, man. You know, I think great movie ride just from... I, I, I think if, if they look at it of... Uh, the, the, I still think it's rock and roller coaster. Uh, I think uh, great movie ride. So it's, I up, think half, it's up to you, I think Amy. Half, <laughs> oh, half no! Age, 
half this age band is going to be very much the color a yeah, coaster age group. Oh, totally. And I think they're you know that combined with the music, the cue, the appeal, the little video, all that kind of stuff. I I still think you're going to get the majority of this group would want to take the rock and roller coaster. I ride. will go rock and roller coaster, and I will give great movie ride to the seniors. <laughs> all right. Well, who's going to win the adult category? Muppet Vision 3D or Rock and Roller Coaster? Oh my gosh. If I'm doing pure Disney parks, and I'm going to back up just a little bit. If you know you're going to a Disney park, you know you're not going to Six Flags where they have 30 roller coasters. You would think that that would make the argument for Rock and Roller Coaster because it's one of the few on property. However, I think Muppet Vision 3D is a quintessential Disney type of attraction. So I'm going to go with Muppet Vision. And I'm actually going to go, based on your argument, the other way. <laughs> I think because because it is still a theme park and there are going to be folks that want that thrill attraction, yep. this is among the best you're going to get anywhere on property. And this is the age group that's probably most likely to want a thrill ride. Yeah. Compelling arguments both ways, Amy. You are the tiebreaker. You speak for all adults going to oh. Disney Hollywood Studios. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to it's get time things started to on the Muppet Show tonight. Da, 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 da. It's, it's time, time to put, put on makeup. makeup. It's time it's to time dress to up right. <laughs> so you're going with Rock and Roller Coaster. I am going with Muppet Vision 3D. Why sir. don't you meet the Muppets? All right, moving on to our senior folk now. We are over 65. Toy Story Midway Mania or Beauty and the Beast live on stage? Beauty and the Beast for its first win! (laughs) (laughs) I think so, too. Yes, I agree. I think Toy Story's a little rough, and the queue is not all that friendly either. Um, With the stairs at the end is what I'm thinking of. That's a fair point. All right, Star Tours or Muppet Vision 3D? Muppets. Yeah, Muppets. Definitely Muppets. Great movie ride or Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular? Great think, movie ride. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking the stunts. I'm I'm thinking the people aspect of it is a big draw. You're thinking wrong. Th- <laughs> wow. And, and I'm thinking Amy's thinking that you're thinking wrong is thinking right because I would also go with great movie ride. Wow. All right. I think they have a little more uh, connection to some of those older films. They're going to remember James and Cagney. They're, yes, now you're into Footlight Parade territory. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I don't think there's any sort of movement, motion, thrill, attraction, fear for the older They're going to no, remember Johnny Weissmuller. I agree. And again, if we're talking about their first trip or their first visit to this park, that Wicked Witch animatronic is going to be fantastic. Absolutely. All right, moving on to Voyage of the Little Mermaid or Disney Junior Live on Stage. <laughs> Mermaid. Mermaid. It's as much a draw as the grandkids might be. And there are those two coveted benches at the very back. That's true. That I have seen near fistfights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Training Academy or Path of the Jedi, the 10-minute film? Mm. Path of the Jedi. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, by default, I think, on that one. Yep. Frozen or Launch Bay? Launch Bay. I'm gonna go Frozen. You know, For I'm gonna seniors? I'm gonna say I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say Launch Bay too because I think this is another piece of nostalgia where Star Wars came out and they were already adults. This mm-hmm. is the first time that that kind of movie existed. 
Mm -hmm. So I think to go into that world in a theme park setting, I mean, I've seen people, um, well, it's Meg, but I've seen people break down and cry when they first see see Chewbacca. That's a big deal. That's fair. That's fair. I so think I'm gonna the, say theater, the theater show aspect, I think, is is appealing. But sure. I can see the launch bay nostalgia. One man's dream or Tower of Terror? One man's dream. <laughs> and Fantasmic or Rock and Roller Coaster? <laughs> Fantasmic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any problem there. All right, next round. Beauty and the Beast or Muppet Vision 3D? Ooh, I, I'm still going with the 3D. I'm going with the Muppets. Same. Movie ride or Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Movie ride. Movie ride. Same. Path of the Jedi or Launch Bay? Launch Bay. Agreed. I'm going with Frozen. One Man's Dream? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> One Man's Dream or Fantasmic? Ooh. See, here I'm thinking Fantasmic. Yeah. Well, are they going to be awake that late? Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. You can send all mail to Amy. Who can be reached via our podcast email? Butterbakerpodcast at gmail.com. Put on your subject line, Amy is ages. Just make sure that the seniors get their afternoon nap. Wow. (laughs) And you can send me hate mail if you remember Steamboat Willie when it came out originally. The um, podcast, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, the handle to use is Yo Polly and No! <laughs> I will retweet it to the proper authorities. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, still, I still say fantastic. <laughs> I, I've Late. already forgotten. I've already forgotten what that one was. I, this is the one-man dream set. I think this is where there's more connection to Walt Disney the man. Yes. Oh, yeah. For the connection to him and to that enjoying of the museum aspect, I'd actually go One Man's Dream over Phantasmic. One really? Man's Dream over Phantasmic. All right. So then Amy won't sing the next two rounds. Muppet Vision 3D or The Great Movie Ride? Muppets. Oh, uh, for seniors? Yep. They get, oh. like, little kids with those 3D glasses. They are Waldorf and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We man. entered a contest. <laughs> this is yeah, so hard. Lost. This is so hard. I'm gonna. I I love the Muppets, so I'm gonna say Muppets. All right, Muppets wins. I could have been easily swayed to the great movie, right? Though, Launch Bay or One Man's Dream. One Man's Dream. Polly. Um. <laughs> What happened to you? Oh, Polly's picking mm. fantastic. <laughs> Playhouse Disney. One, Playhouse Disney. Polly's um, already receiving complaints. About I like, am. I'm, the email. The email is going insane. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll agree with you. All right, Muppet Vision 3D, or One Man's Dream for the win. I right, Muppets. Muppets. I still think the connection to Walt, consuming it's a Disney fan, would have been one man's dream for this age group. Uh, but you know what? You know what? 
Either You're, way, like, there's no wrong answer. Yeah, there's no wrong answer. No, there's not. Um, and uh, yeah. I think Frozen could even win this category, no, but no, we no, are no. down to Muppet Vision 3D or One Man's you Dream. You know what? I'm, I, I will, you know, I, I'm changing my vote. I, I will change it to One Man's Dream because you're 100% right. This age group, forget forget that you might have been a kid when Wonderful World of Color was on. You were you were watching Disneyland open on TV mm-hmm. as, like, a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you went into your first job trying to save money to go to disneyland so yeah it, it, yeah i think so i mean remember walt walt the man died 50 years ago this month yep. so you are talking now folks that are 65 and up so they were 15 yep. and over yep. mm-hmm. when walt died yep they were there for the opening of disneyland they they remember disney world opening and like i said all those tv specials etc i'm gonna say one man's dream yeah i think i, I think, think they have the dream. best connection yep good argument all right, and so One Man's Dream will win the senior category, joining our previous winners, Toy Story Midway Mania, a two-time winner at the Under Heights and the Preteens. And Rock and Roller Coaster took it for the teens, and we said Muppet Vision 3D for the adults, 21 to 65. Wow. That's a well-rounded uh, choice of selections for a park that has no attractions open. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most amazing part of this, 16 legitimate attractions. Out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and arguably so. So yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's it's lists like this. It's fun. It's it's talking about it. If you have any feedback on this episode, please let us know. Kylo Ren will tell you how to get in touch with us at the end. And uh, you know, giving us your feedback—that's the good stuff. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Butter and Bacon Podcast. Once again, this episode is dedicated to the memory of Alan Norman Bates and I would like to take this opportunity to read his obituary. Glenn Allen Mize Jr., 34, devoted father to Grace, loving husband to Blair and wonderful son and brother to Glenn, Betty, and Marcia, left this world on Saturday, December 24th. Allen was born in Greensville, North Carolina, but spent much of his child and adulthood living in Cary, North Carolina. Graduate of Cary High School, class of 2000, and North Carolina State University, class of 2004. He was an avid Wolfpack fan and sports lover. Allen has worked for the State Employees Credit Union for the past eight years. He loved being outdoors, whether on the water at Pine Knoll Shores or hunting in Sampson County. He was happiest at those times. A celebration of Allen's life will be held Tuesday, December 27th, today. We request that donations be made to the College Fund for Allen and Blair's daughter, Grace, Please check my profile for more details. It is the pinned tweet, at YoPaulieNJ. Alan, I said it before and I said it again. You are the good stuff. No outtakes this episode. We're going to lead out with Alan's favorite attraction, the Haunted Mansion.
when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Tombstones quake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim, grim ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a dark disguise. They pretend to terrorize. Grim, grim ghosts come out to socialize. As the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree, spooks arrive for the midnight tree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and harmonize. Grim, grim ghosts come out to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, we're ghosting where spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize. Lies as spooks of every size. <laughs> When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swinging wake. Happy thoughts materialize and begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide, or a silly spook may sit by your side, shrouded in a daft disguise. They pretend to terrorize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. As the moon climbs high over dead oak trees, spooks arrive for the midnight spree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and harmonize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird glows gleam where the spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize, rises spooks of every size. Oh, yes, they do. When the cryptos creak and the tombstones quake, spooks are not for a swing and wake. Happy arms materialize and begin to vocalize. Grim, grim ghosts come out to socialize. Close your eyes and don't try to hide For a silly spook may sit by your side Shrouded in the eyes They pretend to terrorize When we go scrub to socialize As the moon climbs high over the little trees Creepy creeps with eerie eyes Start to shriek and harmonize Bring pretty ghosts come out to socialize 
When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, it goes dreamless, clear and swell. Restless bones, you feel your life. Rise as spooks of every size. <laughs> <laughs>